Hi everyone, my name is Aaliyah and you are tuning in to a new episode of my podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about what's going on right now in the UK in regards to the Sarah Everard murder and how this actually affects you and your families and your loved ones regardless of your gender so if this is the type of thing you want to be listening into and if this is something that is of interest to you as a human then stay tuned and let's get into the episode so sarah everard was a 30 something year old beautiful woman living in london and going about her daily life until a predator came along and basically pulled the rug out from under her feet and chose to end her life. I don't want to get into the politics of the policing of the non-organised vigil and gatherings in London because I don't feel I'm qualified to understand the whole thing. I do have an opinion and I do stand with Reclaim These Streets in regards to what it is that they're trying to do. Not just because I'm a female, but because I'm human and it's a part of humanity. And regardless of your gender, your sexual orientation, your religion, your caste, your tribe, everything like that, this actually affects you. Sarah could easily have been your sister, your mother, your wife, your daughter, your neighbour, your niece. The list is endless of who Sarah could have been. It boggles my mind to think there is people sitting there outright now, out there right now who feel this isn't anything to do with them because maybe they're a man and I'm saying maybe because I know there was men there at the vigil as well or rather non-organised vigil or maybe they feel that they're exempt from being potentially a victim because of their social status or their postcode, newsflash, predators don't really give a crap about that type of thing. And they never have done. Look at history and you will see various women being killed from various ethnicities, various political backgrounds, various social statuses. None of that really matters to a predator, technically speaking. So Sarah could have been one of us. She is one of us. She was a young woman going about her daily life, not doing anything wrong, going home, and someone came along and decided that, you know what, I'm going to end this. Why, you know, that's it. Someone took away her empowerment and someone took away her power. Other people can do the same to us. Yet, Right now, there's a huge divide that this subject only affects you if you're a female, which you're wrong. And then there's another divide coming along, which is like, oh, but it only really depends on the areas you're in or the cultural mixes or the ethnic mixes of where you live. Again, wrong. This affects each and every one of us. Now, unless my biology is really, 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 really weak, we've all come from a woman, right? Regardless of who we are or how we like to be, you know, referenced to, we've all come from a woman. So surely, surely this affects all of us in some shape or form. And we can all put a hand up and say, actually, yes, it does. It affects me because I'm female. And it also affects me because I'm a mother of two girls. 
even as a mother, if I'd had boys, again, it would affect me because I would feel it's more of my responsibility to be raising these young boys to understand that they must respect all, regardless of gender, and violence of any shape or form is wrong. Towards men, women, anyone, it's wrong. But as a woman in particular in the field that I'm in, and as a single mother, and as a woman coming from a South Asian background, and as a Muslim woman too, I've got all these factors in my background which are not allowing me to sleep at night properly because I'm fully aware of the fact that this is actually a problem that has been going on for many, many, many years within society, but we can easily brush it under the carpet because it's not that many women that are being killed or being stalked or having their lives turned upside down by this predatory behaviour. And it's not that many if you think about how many people are in the you know the, world, the wider world, etc. And it's that type of attitude that is allowing these predators to do what they do. If you're a woman and you feel right now that none of this applies to you and you're exempt and you're safe, I want to ask you why you would feel that way. Is it because you've got a driver that chauffeurs you from A to B so nothing will ever happen? I mean, how many times have cars been hijacked? Just look over history, just Google it and you will see there's even royals that have had their cars hijacked around the world. You need to understand you are not exempt. There is nothing protecting you. There's no golden shield around you. Or maybe you come from certain communities where men generally travel with their wives, not just from cultural background, but also from a religious one, possibly. And you feel, well, you're never going to go anywhere alone. So this will never apply to you again. No. I come from a family where years and years and years ago, women were always accompanied by men. Things changed. That's not the case anymore. I travel alone. I've travelled internationally alone. You can't really predict how your life is going to go. So to be honest, that doesn't really apply either. Many women who work travel alone, are out of the house alone, because you can't always go with your friends. I mean, I've got friends that work in the NHS. I seriously don't think their bosses would appreciate me rolling up with them every single day when they're at work. And then I've got friends who are also, you know, in teaching. Again, don't think their head teachers would technically appreciate me rocking up every morning with my friends to keep make sure they're okay and just keep them company, have a cuppa and then leave the building. Realistically, women have to travel alone. Realistically, humans have to travel alone. It, we all travel alone. It's a part of life. We all travel alone. It's just shocking that we do have some people out there that feel that women should take more care you shouldn't wear this, you shouldn't wear that, you know, you shouldn't walk through these areas, you should be taking more precaution, you shouldn't be out after dark. Oh my God, what actual era do you think we are in? What actual century are you breathing in? You're in the 21st century, we're in 2021, we're in a time where so much technical advancements have happened, yet we can't get it into people's thick skulls that we have the right to do pretty much what we want within reason, and one of them is we should be able to travel alone, we should be able to walk alone, we should be able to get from point A to B without fearing it will cost us our lives, and this this is the problem we've got today. There are still people out there that are like, yeah, but if you weren't there, it wouldn't happen. If you didn't live here, it wouldn't happen. If Oh, if you don't take a shortcut, it won't happen. It can bloody happen. Do you honestly think a victim of this set out in the morning and was like, right, let me take a shortcut today and get killed? No, of course not. 
No one can predict what would happen, hence why it happens. And these are the type of things that, as a society, we need to now absorb. If you've got children, this is going to affect you. If you haven't got children, it's still going to affect you. If you're a man, wake up call for you. For those of you that are saying this has nothing to do with you, it is going to affect you along the lines. It could be a niece. It could be your mother. It could be a sister. It could be a co-worker. This is going to affect you. We need everybody to come together and stand together and say, you know what? Enough is enough. We need to educate people better. We need to make the streets safer for everyone. For that little granny that wants to walk to the shop by herself and not fear her handbag being stolen, to that granddad that wants to be able to take his dog for a walk in an area which is classed as being bad, we need to actually make these safety changes so that everyone can feel safe. In particular, women right now, because let's be honest, they are technically the ones being targeted more than everybody else as we are talking in 2021. Now, if you go onto um, YouTube, you'll be able to find videos of Jess Phillips MP, and she's talking in one of the videos where she's actually listing all the victims we've lost over the past year that have actually died at the hands of a man. That list is very, very long. And if you're South Asian listening to this, or if you're Muslim and listening to this and saying it doesn't really affect us, this murder and all this stuff doesn't really you know, apply to our communities, just listen to that list and you will easily pinpoint about 10 to 11 at least victims from the ethnic minority backgrounds and from Muslim backgrounds. This is something that affects us all as humans. Sarah did not deserve to die. None of these victims deserve to die. No one should be pulling the plug on their life. These predators need to be held accountable for what they're doing. Copycat crime as well, that seriously needs to be addressed because we know there's people out there that will do shit just to become famous. I mean, what type of world are we living in if you're looking at criminals and thinking, yeah, I'm going to copy that, it'll make me famous? Seriously. Something along the way has got lost and humanity is literally holding on by a thread when we're questioning things like, does this actually bother us? Does this affect us? Will this affect my children, etc.? If you're a woman, if you've got daughters, if you're pregnant right now with a child, if you're pregnant with a girl in particular, all of these things are going to affect you more. But as a wider actual community and society, of course, these things are going to affect you. How people are around you is also going to come into it. Let's be honest, you walk into a workplace on the first day and you've got loads and loads of male colleagues, with all this that's going on, there's going to be many women who'll be like, uh, not really sure if I should even sort of talk, what, what if I give the wrong idea? And then all these thoughts start coming into your head. And then if a colleague, a male colleague, who can be completely and utterly innocent of any type of sinister thought, says, I'll give you a lift, don't, you know, wait at the bus stop, a woman may feel more safer standing on a bus stop than getting into that car with that man. These are the type of things that will affect you men in the long run and are also going to be affecting you right now. Now, if you're a man and you've got a sister, you've got a girlfriend or you've got a niece and you're thinking to yourself, right, you know, I've taught them self-defence, I've taught them this, I've told them not to speak to strangers, etc. We need to remember abduction isn't something that someone, you know, seeks permission for. They literally grab and take. And doesn't matter how much self-defence you know, if you're in a place where there's a predator who's looking to hunt, so to speak, 
I mean, that may be a poor cho- choice of word, but if that's what they're planning on doing, chances are a woman can put up a fight and there's slim chances she's going to be the one that gets away and is able to, you know, sound the alarm and say, hey, this has just happened, you know, and, you know, help. You cannot prepare someone to be attacked you cannot prepare someone to be abducted you cannot do this we do however need to make the streets safer we do however need to come together as a actual community as an actual country as humanity because these things do affect us regardless of where you're standing on this this isn't about politics people this is not about oh we should have more police officers here oh this should not be happening oh this is down to xyz this is nothing to do with politics get over yourselves just completely just get over yourselves there's nothing to do with politics this is to do with the fact that for the you know for so many hundreds of years unfortunately this has been happening where women have been preyed upon by men and yes i'm aware of the fact there's also women killers out there that are preyed on men but right now i want to stay focused on the fact that actually it's a woman that was abducted in london and taken and murdered her life was stolen you know in in london or in the capital and the amount of women i've spoken to who've said that they feel you know unsafe you know being walking anywhere or even driving i'm aware of people that actually when they're driving they keep all the doors locked in their vehicles they will you know try their best not to stop in an area where they don't feel very safe at all and they really really struggle to feel safe within a car where they've actually you know locked all the the doors and you know it's pretty much slim chances someone could get into the vehicle because they've heard of stories where people have smashed you know window and um, windows and actually got into the vehicle and they don't feel safe in their cars and if they're not feeling safe in the cars god knows how safe people must be feeling who have to walk places have to walk in the dark have to be out and about because we've got responsibilities we've got things that we have to get on with because this is life and this is how we do it we have to do it it's just the way it is we can't all just climb into rapunzel's tower and expect other people to do things for us because that's not how life is for the majority of us especially in the united kingdom but there is a lack of humanity showing and there's a lack of unity showing between possibly various different community groups and various different um beliefs in particular and it's shocking because i've had a few conversations and to be honest we all need to come together, regardless of your sex, your religion, your creed, whatever, we need to come together. I don't care if you're earning 100k a year and live in a posh area, or if you're earning 14,000 and you live in a rundown area, you need to unite, because if you don't unite, we can't tackle this shit, it needs to be tackled, enough is enough. One woman is one too many, Hundreds of women is certainly hundred too many, and we need the cycle to stop now. It has to. If we want our children to grow up in a world where they are able 
to still have some kind of independence and they're able to walk places and they don't have to fear being out of their homes after a certain you know time then now is the time to take action you need to take action you need to lobby your mp you need to get involved in local community groups you need to train your children to understand what this actually means to them regardless of their gender we all need to come together, not hide behind politics, not hide behind religion, not hide behind our community groups and how it's not our problem. It's such and such problem. Forget it. Stop hiding. We need to tackle this. We need to face it. This is the time. This is the time where you need to actually stop being a keyboard warrior and you need to actually come about and say, hey, listen, these are conversations we need to have. We can do it. Don't say it's lockdown. We can't do this. There's plenty of things you can do online. You can lobby your MP online. You can actually look at community groups online. Don't give me that cock and ball that, oh, no, we're, Ill, we're still in lockdown. We can't do this. No, yes, you bloody can. And I don't care how much you've earned. I don't care what postcode you're in. Quite frankly, if you're not going to come together with us at this stage, then what do you actually plan to do? Immigrate to a country where there's not no crime? Because let's be honest, one area is still a part of the United Kingdom. This is not a London problem. This is a problem for the wider audience. This is a problem for everyone. Not just, you know, all these people living over in London, et cetera, et cetera. It's everybody's problem. Women should not feel that if they leave their house after a certain time, they need to have like a key, you know, in between their fingers, you know, as, as a potential weapon to, you know, poke someone's eye out, you know, because they're walking alone. That shouldn't be the case. Uh, you shouldn't have to walk down the street and turn around like seven times because you think you heard someone walking up behind you because someone should be able to walk up behind you and you should still feel safe because that person walking behind you should be just going about their daily business just like you. But because you're a woman, you're in fear because you don't want to become a statistic. The amount of women that are a victim of a crime, and we're talking like being stalked or harassed or things like that, is standing at one out of three at the moment. That's such a high statistic, it's scary. Harassment comes in various different shapes and forms there's no like universal way of saying oh this is what this is what harassment would look like this if this has happened to you this is harassment there's various different ones and that is something that you know is basically endless you know we can look at various different ways of looking at it but that is a long long list but one thing is for certain that we need to come together. This is the time now where we need to. If you're part of a community and you've not actively before sought information on what is available locally in regards to maybe self-defense classes and you've got children, now is the time that you need to actually start asking those questions. What is available locally? Is the self-defense classes? Can you get people into the community if you pull together resources that can come along and do self-defense classes? Can you look at things like women's rights? Is there an availability within the community to come together and set up groups where we're able to explain to the younger generations what the older generations have gone through and how things like this will affect them and how we want to combat them so that women like Sarah don't become a thing of every single day? Because Sarah lost her life and she shouldn't have lost her life. And all these other hundreds of thousands of women over history that have lost their lives should never have lost their lives, especially to these type of crimes. There's accidents that happen, like, for example, you know, car accidents and things like that. And 
when a drunk driver comes along and hits a vehicle and it takes somebody's life, that pain that that family go through never, ever goes away. There's the whole idea of what if that drunk person hadn't have been on the road and they start to question things. But when a predator takes your child's life, one of the key things that I was told by somebody was you start to question if you parented them well enough and what were their last thoughts and you start to think about how much fear they were feeling feeling at the time because they would have seen something bad is about to happen to them whereas if it was for example a car accident where a car hit the side of a vehicle everything would have happened so quickly that they may not have had time to actually comprehend what was going on but in cases like this the amount of fear that their child would have been feeling and that's enough to usually mentally scar families for life. As a woman, I struggle with the idea that I'm seen as the lower sex, so it's okay to target my gender. And right now, as a mother... I cannot comprehend what Sarah's parents must be feeling, what a family must be feeling, what other people around her network must be feeling, her boyfriend as well, all these people that are in the thick of it. Whilst people on social media sit there going, oh, but it could have been avoided by doing this, or oh, it doesn't affect us. Just wake up. Just get your head out of your ass and wake up because it does affect you. Sarah's life has gone and we can't bring her back. But what we can do is prevent further cases, but you do need to register the fact this is something that affects us all. I personally will be doing my bit within my own community. And I think it goes without saying that there's many, many women up and down the country that will be doing their bit too. And I hope to see more men doing stuff too publicly. Now, the reason I'm saying do it publicly is because if men start doing things publicly and talking about it publicly it should have a domino effect and other men will be like okay well if he can do it we can do it let's come together and bring about change because enough is enough we should feel safe on our streets our daughter should not be told to look around ten thousand times whilst they're walking down the street we shouldn't have to say to our daughters, you know, oh, you know, it's not safe for you to be out after a certain time. We shouldn't have to do that. And it's not something I want my children to be raised in. And I'm so conscious of the fact that I have a 10 year old and say in about nine years time, she'll be going off to university and I won't be there in her dorms to be reminding her of, oh, you know, when you go out don't forget to look over your shoulder this many times or keep your key in your hand or keep a you know a bottle of hairspray um you know in your pocket and i won't be able to do that every single day but if we make changes that are within our community and widespread maybe we won't have to have these conversations as often because together we can bring about change and that's what's needed in this situation. Now with that thought I'm going to wrap up this podcast. There's so much more we can talk about in regard to this subject 
And my heart goes out truly to Sarah's family and everyone that's linked her social networks, etc. There's no amount of words that will ever bring her back and there's no amount of words that can ever take away your pain. And I think it would be silly of me to try and say that, you know, I know how you feel because I don't. I certainly don't. So I'm not just going to sit here and lie and say that. Normally, at this stage, I would say to you, hey, please like, share, subscribe, etc. But today, I want you to make a conscious decision to try and bring about some kind of change that will reduce the amount of people that lose their lives. Because Sarah could have been one of us. And I would like to think that we can at least pay our respects to her in a way that when her parents do look back because right now they're not going to be doing that right now they're in so much pain when they look back they can actually say well you know what as a nation or these like small pockets in the community they've come together and they've done something that if Sarah could see it she'd be like you know what you've done well for you've done well ladies or gents and you've done well and that's what's important so until next podcast guys please stay extra, extra safe. And if you can take action, please, please, please do take action because this is your time. This is your calling. And as communities and as a country, we're all needed, not just women, everyone. Until next time, guys. Bye.